Hey guys, today we are going to talk about all about abundance. We're going to get out of that lack mindset that is all around us and really think about what you want. We are going to align your values to your thoughts and those thoughts into actions. So quit telling yourself you can't have it and let's learn how you can have it all. Welcome back to my mother's daughter podcast, where we choose to focus on the controllables, jump off the hamster wheel of grief, and take steps to honoring our loved ones by living a life filled with gratitude, joy, and abundance. It's time to get stubborn about what we want and choose to lean into who we were meant to be while drinking too much caffeine, owning way more workout pants than we'd like to admit, and dreading that nightly dinner talk almost as much as waking up early. You feel me, sister? I'm Angel McElhaney, motherless daughter, positive psychology junkie, and not so master juggler of my crazy crew. And I believe that you can heal and find happiness after loss. So grab that coffee, put down that to-do list, and let's get to work one day at a time together. Let's get started with today's show. Hey guys, today we are talking all about abundance. To have abundance is really to have more than what you need. It's to stop holding on to everything as if it's the last of it, to stop comparing yourself to others and getting rid of all that jealousy and really resentment of others that have things that you want. And it's very freeing. So you are going to learn seven key components that will help to get you to an abundance mindset. Mindset. The first component is values. And so yes, I'm going to get a little kumbaya on you. I want you to, if you're not driving, (laughs) close your eyes and really think about what you want. And yes, I want this to be big. I want you to paint a picture because I'm super visual. If you're not, you can think in words, which is totally fine too. But I want you to think about what you want, your ideal life, who's there, what is around you, what are you doing all day, I want you to think about what's important to you, your values. And now I want you to think about also who are you hanging out with? Like who is around you? What are you putting in your mind? People that you're associating with, what you're reading, consuming, who's on your social media feed? Are you having all this negativity flow in or are you being lifted up by people around you? People that have an abundance mindset. I want you to be really intentional about what what you are letting in to your your space in between those ears. So whether that be audiobooks, podcasts, people, the new, you know, your news feed, any of that, I want you to start being really mindful about what you're letting in and start really just thinking, is this in align with my values? Is this telling me the message that I want to hear? Do I really want to tune into this channel? And what this is going to do is this is going to help align your thoughts and feelings with positivity and with opportunity so that you can attract abundance. It's letting yourself be open to it. And with this, I'm going to have you please just quit telling yourself you can't have it. I feel like that is one of the biggest problems, especially with adults. You will ask a kid what they want to be when they grow up, and it is totally limitless. It is not thinking about how much school will take to get there, how much debt they might have to get into, how much money the college is, or where it's located. I mean, even yet, just yesterday, I was watching the new remake of Karate Kid with Cohen, and they were going to China, and of course he doesn't have any real idea of where China is, but I told him that he would have to get on an airplane and for a very long time to go there. And then he's like, maybe we could just go there for a day. <laughs> so in his mind, he can travel the world in a day. He can do 
anything. And I just love that. And so it's kind of getting a little pieces of that back into just thinking about what you want to do, what you want your life to look like without limit. All right. So step two is to focus on what you have. So one of the problems that we have in our society is that we focus on what everyone else has. And so it puts us in this situation where not everyone can win. So if the person next to me is winning, then somehow that means I'm not going to have enough for me. And that's totally not the case. There is enough to go around. There's enough good for everyone. And so I want you to think of how you are worthy of happiness and joy and that you will have everything that you need. And honestly, here's the part that is the hardest probably for me, but you actually have it all right now. So it's not, oh, I have enough for everything I need when I lose the weight or when I have this money to do this thing or to do this um, training or special course or you know, this special schooling, or once I finish this or attain this goal, then I'll be able to help other people or coach them or start that business or whatever that could be. You're actually worthy and ready to do good and to put that abundance vibe or signal out into the world right now. There's actually a quote by Oprah, and it is, if you look at what you have in life, you'll always have more. And if you look at what you don't have, you'll never have enough. And it's so true. Your life is full of wonderful things, even more than you can even fathom right now. It's just that you're not seeing them. Have you guys ever went and got maybe a new car and then all of a sudden you start seeing that same car everywhere? It's like those cars have been there this whole time. It's just that you haven't really seen them. And so you need to open your eyes out to what you actually have around you and then you'll actually see a lot of it. All right, number three I have for you is belief. And this one, if you need help with this, I actually did a podcast, I believe it was episode two, on building self-efficacy. And self-efficacy really is just belief. So building that belief that you will continue to receive if you're asked and that you are opening that door up and you are putting yourself in position to receive all the good that's out there for you, opportunity, money, whatever that could look like for you. This really does involve you to stop closing the doors off to yourself on what is already yours. So not limiting limiting yourself based on poverty or where, you know your past or how you grew up or the limits that other people place on you or even where you are now. And there's going to be some element of fake it till you make it, which I know a lot of people hate that phrase and they think it's like you're being a fraud. But what it is is you're actually almost thinking of what your life would be like and you are acting grateful for that life that you don't have yet, which I know is super backwards, but you are acting as if you have that life and that you are super grateful for it. And then that is just changing your whole frequency and it's attracting to you. Okay, so once you have your desires put out there, number four is work. Yes, this is not some mystical thing to where you can just sit and meditate and wish for it to happen and it just instantly be yours. Yes, that will kind of open the doors to where you can be open to receiving what's out there for you. Kind of like putting the prayers out like you, but you need to open your eyes and look what's around you and put in some work. And that doesn't mean it's not necessarily perfect. So you are going to have messy action. You're going to have some practice. You're going to work on getting organized. So if you were where you want to be 
what kind of person would that be? Are you becoming that person? So if you want to run a business, what kind of books does that person read? What kind of habits does that person have? How do they act to other people? I want you to think all about this person that you've kind of dreamed in your head of, it's you, but it's a person, it's you in the future. It's you when they have everything that they want. So that's really that work piece. And that is the biggest part is working on yourself. All right, and number five is to be grateful. And I know this sounds a little bit like one of the other ones I said before, but for this one, I really want you to think about appreciation. I want you to think about being a giving person and especially to those who are maybe you're a bit envy of or jealous of, and I want you to celebrate them. I want you to celebrate their wins and really see the situations as being win-win. So there is enough for everyone to go around, and this will help you to put into practice that belief and to also help you share the wealth. This might be, for instance, I was in the photography space, and I know that a lot of people, you would see them post these nasty messages or post on Facebook, and it was just really negative. And it was talking about photographers and just like the whole language was just so awful. Or you'll see where perhaps another person starts up a business right after you do, and it's in the same field. And maybe that initial reaction is kind of like, oh, they're doing it now or something like that. Instead of being like that, I just want to kind of push you to maybe congratulate them or help them especially if you're a couple steps ahead there's enough to go around even if you help that person succeed in fact it kind of bumps up that frequency to where you are just going to get more good out of it in the end plus you have that two-way relationship to where you can benefit too and it's just being a good person In order to put gratitude really into your daily life, I want you to try to make it a habit. And so I know that I've heard different people to where they will get up and as they're walking to the shower, as their feet hit the floor, they are just thinking of things they're grateful for. I've heard other people keep a gratitude journal. This is what I used to do, especially right after I lost my mom because I was in such a lack mindset. For a long time, it really did feel like life was graded on a curve, like we were living this C plus life. No matter what I did, I felt like I was on a curve and I really had to switch that and you cannot wallow and be grateful at the same time so this will kind of help to rewire your mind it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with missing someone or that your grief is wrong everyone grieves differently but it's just making time even just a couple minutes a day to really force yourself to have that gratitude piece and if you don't want to write or you can't make that mindful meditation I know that for a long time, social media was basically kind of like a living journal, but I would write things I was grateful for on there. Um, Maybe you could put it in your stories. Everyone seems to have their phone always, so that could kind of be helpful. You could also write thank you notes. You could write little messages on social media. You could give compliments. Just putting that good out there is super important. And so that is my number five. All right, number six is joy, and I kind of touched on this before, but I want you to live as if the good has already happened and that you're grateful for it. And so with that, that is living with positive thinking. So that is not how most people are geared towards. I want you to think about the last time you had a positive experience at a restaurant. Chances are you've had a lot of them, but they probably aren't sticking out quite as much as the negative one. The negative one we tend to call a manager, 
blast them on Facebook, maybe leave them a bad review, talk to their friend, your friends about it. It seems to go on and on and on, whereas positive things we just don't talk about as much. We don't see them as much. We are just naturally geared to see the negative, so we have to be really intentional. So for me, that looks like putting positive in the words of wor- ways of words but that's also my love language. So depending on yours, you might have a different way of getting those words in, but I'll actually make a Pinterest board with a bunch of words. I will fill them on my Instagram or on Facebook. I'll save them to my phone. That's probably why I have about 38,000 pictures and stuff on my phone right now. But how can you get those words in? That could also be the content around your, your social media, the people that you're hanging out with and that sort of thing. All right, number seven is one that I think definitely gets overlooked a lot. And so this is a time to rejuvenate or be still and quiet your mind. And so this could be meditation. It could be exercise. It could be a time to maybe just sit, uh, which is really hard, a time of prayer, a time to basically be open to receive kind of that, that blessing or that source energy, some people call it, or basically a time to fill your cup. I want you to think of a big pitcher of water or a vase, and I want you to think about how if you take that and you start pouring it into all these other cups, you're going to be very depleted, but if you just let it be still and let it just sit there and let it have all this good flow into it, not only is it going to be reaching the top, and it's going to fill over, and it's going to spill over into all those other cups around it, and it's going to end up making them full. So it really is about putting your mask on, so to speak, when it comes, you know, on the airplane, or filling your cup up first so that it can then spill out into all those other cups around you and be the blessing that we know that you can be. And so just to reiterate, you are worthy of everything that you want right now. You are enough. You have enough. And so stop closing yourself off from what is already yours and just decide to let yourself have it. And so, yes, this might seem like some sort of crazy make-believe thing that I'm trying to have you do, but this will help you to create an unlimited and full life, and it will also bless others, and in the end, it will give you a life that you will feel very purposeful. And so I don't know about you, but after I lost my mom, I started really noticing time and how fast it was passing, and then also realizing just my hours, like what do I want to do with these hours that I have left, and it's in great part why I had difficulty going back to work, where I was clocking in a majority of my hours, feeling like I was on a hamster wheel, or running on autopilot, or just not feeling purposeful, and so I feel like most of us do kind of run around on autopilot, with our thoughts elsewhere, drifting through the motions, kind of in a survival state. And so this can help you to take control and to really access that abundance of good that's out there and change course. So in order to access that creativity and power and take control, maybe you can do some of these key components and start practicing. It will take practice, but thriving really will be the end result if you can just keep going and think about the joy you will feel and the excitement about being alive each day and moving towards that bigger, brighter future and really just feeling like you're living up to your potential. 
So I'm not sure if you know this, but I've actually started coaching. And if you are someone who needs some clarity or maybe some help trying to find out what your thing is, maybe you need some help with figuring out what your core desires are, figuring out if you're on the right path to kind of coincide with those, I can help you. So if you want to find me over on Instagram, it is angel.mcelhaney. You can check out my cover art or the show notes for that crazy name. And just let me know because here's the thing, whether it's with me or not, all you need to do is take a couple action steps, kind of decide what you want and let yourself have it. Take that messy action. It does not have to be pretty. In fact, maybe you should go back to podcast number one because that is the epitome of messy action. It's getting a bit uncomfortable, but it's also opening yourself up to let yourself really have what it is that is out there for you. And hey girl, I just want you to know that you are strong, you are capable, and you are worthy of everything out there that you want. So you are your mother's daughter. Don't forget it. You are amazing. And until next time, don't forget to take it one day at a time together. Hey mama, before you go, if you found value in this podcast or you learned something new, stop over to iTunes and leave me a review. I love hearing what you guys think of the show and look forward to connecting with you over on social media. Until next time, wishing you joy and abundance, Angel.